Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Heal My Health podcast. I missed last week. I was on holidays. I do apologize. Uh, but we're back again and we'll be back weekly. I've got some topics lined up. Uh, but today's is five questions to ask yourself before you begin a fat loss journey. So these are just five questions aimed at setting yourself up mentally uh, and physically for a fat loss journey. If that is what you are about to try or about to embark on, these are things that you should definitely consider. And, you know, if you have the space, grab a piece of paper and write these down. You can actually work on a couple of them. Um, and yeah, set yourself some time to do a couple of things that I talk about. Um, and you can probably start yourself on your fat loss journey alongside this episode. So let's get into it today and smash out these five questions. All right. So let's talk about fat loss just a little bit before we go into these five questions. I am not doing this podcast saying that everyone is required to lose fat for a health journey or everyone uh, needs to have fat loss as a goal. Um, But, you know, obviously it is a large goal of a lot of people and being in a healthy weight range is a way to prevent disease. It drastically reduces, you know, risk of things like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, all of that stuff. So, I, you know, I love working and talking about the weight management space because our environment in the modern world isn't really set up for success in this space. And we can see that in the rise of obesity and things like that. We live in a Western culture where it is really hard to make healthy choices. We are, you know, in every corner of every shop of at the end of every aisle, even when we're checking out, there's high calorie dense foods. There's fast foods that make things convenient. We're always uh, creatures of convenience, you know, so it's not the easiest thing to set these goals for ourselves and achieve them. And it's really quite easy to live a couple of years of life where you're just in a certain mode of, um, you know, there's a lot going on in your life and it's so easy to put on some weight. So I understand um, that, yeah, it's a lot of our environment is really, really hard to work with. And that's why I kind of wanted to create this podcast. It's just a bit of a mental and physical guideline into a couple of things to consider because, you know, when we fail to plan, we plan to fail. It's such a classic saying, but it's so true. I think when we have a goal, a lot of us say, I want to lose weight and like I'm going to eat clean now on Monday and I'm going to exercise. And that's all well and good. That's beautiful. But we really need to delve deep. Uh, We need to delve deep psychologically and sort of ask ourselves the questions of why and, you know, what's our driver, what's going to keep us motivated, what's our barriers mentally. And then, you know, we need to create a plan and actually have a plan that we can stick to what that looks like. What days are we going to exercise? What are we going to cook? Do we have a meal plan? So we set ourselves up for success when we do this stuff. Uh, And when we, you know, when we focus on having a preemptive idea of what we want to accomplish and how we're going to accomplish it. So these are five things that I think, you know, are important. They're not the only five, Um, you know, there might be some other things, but I think that these are a good starting point for you if your goal is to start uh, losing a bit of fat. So 
Number one is a question to ask yourself that is a driver. And this is what will losing weight bring to me and my life? I highly suggest you get clear on this and write this down. Um, You can say, why do I want to lose fat or what will losing fat bring to me and my life? I'm using weight and fat interchangeably, right? Because if we're losing weight, we want to be losing fat, not muscle or, you know, water weight or whatever else. It is fat that is the goal if there is a, you know, a weight loss journey. So interchangeably, but you know what I mean? So what will losing fat bring to me and my life? And the way that I like to work with people on this or work with myself if I have a goal is asking the question why, but three times. So if I say, what will losing weight bring to me and my life? I might say, you know what, if I lose weight, I will have uh, more confidence. I'll say, well, why do I want to have more confidence? Maybe I might say, I want to have more confidence so I can speak up more and, you know, talk a little bit more. Say, well, why do I want to speak up more and talk a bit more? Well, I want to feel like myself in social settings. I want to feel free to be myself in social settings. I want to feel empowered to be myself. And then you go, shit, I'm on the money. Like this is, you know, you've dug that little bit deeper to to really ask yourself what losing weight will bring to you. What will you be like after you lose this bit of fat? What is something that, you know, will push you and drive you and say, well, this is obviously going to feel really good for me because of X, Y, Z. So this is definitely a driver question and I think it's so important when we want to embark on any goal of our own is to first have that why down pat because when we feel stuck, when we're struggling and we go, you know what, this is just all too hard, you know, you haven't seen much change and you feel like you're putting in a lot of effort or you're tired and you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to, you want to just eat whatever, that is going to be the power that drives something that's more important than what you were feeling in that moment or the, you know, it's going to drive you through those harder times. So that's question number one. And I think it's really beautiful to get deep with yourself on that level. Question number two is a physical question. Is my environment set up for success? Think your physical environment, either at home, um, your kitchen, your fridge, your cupboard, Is your workplace where you work from, is that set up for success? So think about the areas where you spend most of your time and think, is this an environment that is supportive of my fat loss goal? Is this an environment that is supportive of a healthy, active, uh, you know, clean eating or low calorie eating, whatever? You get what I mean. Is this environment set up for success? So one of the first places I love to to tell people to start with, especially on any kind of uh, just general health improvement or weight management, is the fridge and the cupboard. Set yourself an hour or two on the weekend or on a night or whatever, whenever you have the space, to cleaning out, washing down and throwing out, like washing down your fridge and your cupboard and throwing out old food products and start with a fresh, clean space. This is just such a beautiful thing to do because I've I've cleaned out a couple of cupboards in my time, um, you know, my own and also other people's. I've gone in and cleaned out my partner's uh, cupboard when I first met him, and that was that was a journey in itself. Um, 
but nonetheless, you find spices that are, you know, outdated from if you if you're like a lot of people and there's a cluster, you know, an absolute cluster mess going on in your cupboard and stuff. You'll find spices that are outdated, foods that are outdated, um, and you can throw all of these out and then clean out the space, you know, throw out any kind of overly processed foods that you would snack on or binge on or anything like that and just start fresh. It is something that is going to be such a beautiful space for you to begin a fat journey with, a fat loss journey, um, and yeah, you'll just be able to, to feel very fresh. In terms of your workplace, this is a big one for people um, is snacking and having the kind of general, if you're working at an office, like the general office snacks that are laying around that are often like cookies or little cakes or whatever else. Um, You know, I know my friends work in childcare and they always have kind of like one day a week or educator days or something like that. And everyone just brings in a whole ton of all these different sweets. Um, So how can you set that space up for more of a successful environment for yourself? I have a lot of my clients taking uh, non-perishable foods to have their own little space of snacks available uh, you know, having, you know, muesli bars, uh, packets of or cans of tuna, um, starting the week fresh with some like vita wheats and just things that are there for you to use and snack on, um, you know, chocolate, rice, wool, cakes, whatever else that are lower in calorie and healthier and whatever else. And then you can take your fresh food, like your fruits and your lunches and stuff like that to, to work with you. But at least, you know, at work, if you do have to run out the door and you've forgotten something, um, you have you have backup there. Another good thing is for the freezer at work to have some frozen meals that are there available, like some frozen ready-made meals, um, and they're always a great option as well. So setting up that home environment, that work environment, starting clean and being able to um, yeah, being able to set yourself up for success there. This isn't even food related, but one of the biggest ones I uh, work with people in doing that. A lot of people don't want to do, but they're grateful when they do do it, is to remove the TV from, if it's people that are having sleep issues, removing the TV from the bedroom. So you set your environment up for success because you might say, oh, it's not good for me to, you know, listen, look at my phone and watch TV up until bed and all that kind of stuff. Take it out. Take it out of your room. Put your phone on charge on the other side of the bedroom before you get into bed and then take the phone out of your bedroom, put a book next to your table. Set yourself up for that space because it's, you know, we're only human. We only have a finite amount of willpower. So you have, you know, say 10 willpowers to use in a day and you use one willpower in the morning to get up and go to work, use another willpower to have a healthy breakfast. You have another willpower to, you know, not scream at your colleague. You have, you're just spending those willpowers. And at the end of the day, if you've said to yourself, you know what, I like, I'm, I'm not eating dessert, I'm not eating dessert, I'm not eating dessert, I'm not eating dessert, and you've spent all your willpowers for the day, you go, screw it, I'm grabbing the tub of ice cream that's in the fridge. But instead, if you've set up your environment and you've taken out the like large amount of uh, like processed foods, you might have just a bar of like a small bar of chocolate or like a healthy kind of dessert snack that you can have, like a Wicked Sister or a yogurt um, where you can, you know, give yourself, you haven't got the willpower to say no to having dessert, but at least you've set up your environment to make a healthier choice in the first place. So you have dessert, but you have something that's a little bit healthier, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Um, so that's number two is my environment set up for success. And number three, 
How can I lean on family, friends, and relationships to support my goals? The social aspect of fitness and weight loss is a major, major component. So it's been shown with people who have had like successfully kept weight off. They've had social support and encouragement in some way, whether that be someone that they're doing it with, whether that be a group that they're training with. Um, But there is a social aspect to it. You know, don't, it's another thing of setting yourself up like for success is having someone that you know around you that is supporting you or a group that you are participating with that is supporting you and that you can tag along with. Um, So think about who in your life is best to talk to about this and who can you surround yourself with? Do you have a friend that is, you know, on the same kind of journey or has already started a journey or um, someone that you, you know, that you can talk to and just say, hey, like, um, I want to do this. I want to eat this way. Is there anything you want to share with me? Another thing is asking people around you to support you and telling them how you need that support. So what can you ask of your partner, your housemate, your friends, your family, whatever else that, especially if you're living in home, in a, like in a home space with people, what can you ask of these people around you? When I used to binge eat, um, I had an issue with eating yeah, a lot of sweets at night and just, well, just binge eating in general. Um, I asked my housemate at the time and my friend at the time to please keep her chocolates in her bedroom. So just so they were out of sight, out of mind, I said, you know, I'm like, I said, I'm, I would appreciate and I just need to tell you that I'm on this journey. I'm trying to heal this thing. Um, and I just want to ask of you if you can please keep them in your room. Like obviously, you know, I don't want to control your eating or control your life, but um, if you can support me in that way and help me to, you know, get over this thing that's really bothering me or support me on this journey, I would really, really appreciate that. And people want to help you. The people that love you and that are around you want to help you. Um, And if they don't, then like, what the F? (laughs) People should want to help you really. Um, So, you know, look for that support and look for the people around you that you can lean on. Another thing with like the social setting as well is like what can you do with your friends or your family or the people that you're meeting up with that uh, is a healthier option? So instead of going out for a lunch or a coffee or a cake or whatever else, can you go out for a walk? Can you meet up for a like mountain hike or, you know, even just a walk around the soccer fields? Like what is it that you can do where you can do the social thing and the exercise thing at the same time? time or can you ask someone you know if a friend wants to come over or a friend wants to hang out for dinner can you say hey come over mine um I'm like really trying to eat healthy at the moment and on a bit of a fat loss journey to you know to support my health can you do you want to come over and cook with me and let's cook up like a healthy meal and you know enjoy enjoy that so there are different ways that you can start to you know change this and a lot of the time it's it's really beautiful because you start to change the habits, like once you, if you have a friend that you always go out to lunch with, once you change that habit to something else, and it's usually based around something like based around that as well, you have the opportunity to say, let's go for a walk this time. Um, you know, I know I have that with a lot with my friends, you know, 70 to 80% of the time we're going out for a walk or we're making dinner together at home. And then the other like 20 to 30% of the time we'll go out and we'll enjoy a meal and a cocktail. Um, just, yeah, it's just that thing where you get into a habit, it's a healthy habit and it's with your friends and it's social and it becomes a big little bubble of, uh, healthy habits with everyone. So 
That's number three. So number four is have I got a solid plan for nutrition, exercise, and tracking my progress? Honestly, the best option here if you've never done something like this before is probably to start with a program or to start with a coach. You can find more affordable like online nutrition and exercise programs that are like apps and stuff like that. But if you do have the financial means, it's great to start with a real person one-on-one who can help you create a plan and help you like stick to it. So you can get, you know, a lot of the time, even like me and a lot of nutritionists and PTs and stuff like that will work on like a eight week program or a six week program where you pay a certain amount each week. You get a follow up each week, you get a plan, they readjust your plan, all that kind of stuff. But it is a really great way to start with someone. If that's not something you want, don't like you want to do or you want to find your own way or your own option, then write yourself up your own plan. And this could be a plan for exercise. As I said, nutrition, exercise and tracking. So write up three different things and it can literally just be in dot points. If it's exercise, it's I am going to exercise X amount of time on X days for the next X amount of weeks. So it's that realistic, it is uh, time bound, it's that smart picture, you know what I mean? Specific, measurable, um, attainable, realistic, time bound, whatever, something like that. But um, you're just going to set yourself the exact kind of time and space that you're going to train. So this might be I'm just going off the top of my head here, but I'm going to train at the gym for one hour, three times a week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And the next dot point might be I'm going to go for a walk after dinner, a 20 minute walk after dinner every night, four nights of the week, Monday to Thursday. And you've got like a bit of an exercise plan there. You can stick that up. You can schedule them in then schedule in those times into your calendar. And then for nutrition, what does this look like? Um, you know, you would be best to figure out your deficit calories, which you can do online on Google calculators and stuff like that. Um, Find out your deficit calories. And then your plan might be, I'm going to track my food every day for the next three weeks so I can learn what it looks like to be in my calorie deficit. And then this might be, I'm going to eat protein at every meal, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks. Um, I'm going to eat roughly 20 to 30 grams of protein at each meal and each snack throughout every day for the next three weeks. So you get what I mean. There's this uh, plan that you can create yourself. And this is what I do for people that's like more specific to them and what it looks like for, for different individuals. But you can create that nutrition plan, that exercise plan on your own if you want to and just spend a little bit of time on it. And then tracking progress, your plan might be um, I'm every two weeks on Sunday at eight in the morning, I am going to measure my weight and my uh, my measurements of my waist and my hip. And then I'm going to put that onto my notes in my phone and track that. Some of the, I remember I saw, I think it was Hattie, Hattie Boydle, um, I think her name is. She's like a super Insta famous fitness girl. Um, but I remember seeing a Q&A of hers or something and she literally wrote, someone said, how do you track your progress at the gym? And she's like, not ideal, but I track it in my notes and my phone. And I was like, wow, you think like super professional people have these super professional ways of tracking and keeping everything organized. But, you know, I track a lot of stuff on my notes and my phone. I find it a great tool. Um, so yeah, you can literally just write a date um, and say, this is what I weighed and this is my hip and waist measurement. And then every fortnight you measure that. 
and that's your tracking progress. So this is a solid plan. You have a plan for when you're going to exercise, what you're going to do to manage your nutrition and your calories, and then how you're going to track your progress and see if it's working for you or not. So number five is, is my exercise and diet plan realistic and something I can do for a long time or for a lifetime? If you're wanting to make sustainable change, right? Ultimately, I'm sure a lot of us, I can imagine a lot of us, the goal would be to have a healthy weight and a healthy lifestyle for the rest of our life. Uh, to you know, feel free with food and to maintain a healthy weight and just feel overall good and easy. And why, if this is the ultimate goal, why do we start with habits that we can only continue for like a couple of weeks or a week at best? Why do we say, I'm going to completely cut out sugar and processed foods, or I am going to train six times a week and include 30 minutes of cardio every day? I'm going to do keto diet or intermittent fasting or something like that. If you're going to start something that is this, you know, this kind of diet or I'm going to swap for even like with shakes, this is something that we see with shakes as well. People get like a weight loss shake or a meal replacement shake. Can you do that for the rest of your life? Do you really want to be having a meal replacement shake every day for the rest of your life? Because the second you stop having that meal replacement shake, it's hasn't set you up for the right habits to be able to manage your calories throughout the day anyways, because it's that shake that's doing it. So then we have this phenomenon that is so common of people overweight or obese populations. They lose a lot of weight very quickly and then they will, their willpower will run out or they'll change their diet back to whatever, because it's just not working out for their lifestyle or their enjoyment or, you know, whatever. And the weight comes back on, but it comes back on with more kilograms and more weight added onto it. So there's kind of this graph, this phenomenon of this graph that's like this this drastic weight loss. And then the graph goes up to a higher weight than it was before and then drastic weight loss again and then higher up before. So this is where like there's an issue here with overweight and obesity where that kind of just continues on and there's this seesaw of weight loss, all in or nothing kind of picture. So the first thing you should be asking yourself is, is this something I can do for the rest of my life, these habits that I'm just starting to implement? Now, calorie tracking and body tracking, I don't think are things that should be added into there. Um, Calorie tracking is not something you want to do for the rest of your life anyways. I don't think anyone wants to do that for the rest of their life. It is a tool of education. So you can learn what your, you know, 1800 calories looks like or whatever deficit your calories is then you can learn what that looks like. You can learn a lot about calories in food and then you can move on and you have that knowledge in your brain. And tracking your body, you know, I feel like people want to track their body like consistently every two weeks for the rest of their life. You might, but like I don't. But nonetheless, um, I also don't think it's like very healthy to be obsessed with it. But it is good to start a weight loss challenge and check in with these things, see if it's working, um, learn about your calories. But is the exercise regime and the diet that you're trying to stick to realistic for you? If you love and adore chocolate or if you uh, have a pizza night on Friday with your family or a happy hour on Friday with your family or something like that, that you're going to try and start bringing uh, Tupperware containers of turkey mince and rice to, is that really sustainable? You're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel bored. You're going to feel like you, you know, want to, um, you want to turn back to what you were doing before and enjoy your, your Friday night and your pizza nights and all that kind of stuff. 
So is it realistic for you and how does it fit into your life? Really ask yourself this. I think it's way better to start off slow and start saying, you know, if you're not training at all, start saying, I'm going to go to the gym once for the next, like for the next two weeks, I'll go once on Wednesday. And then for the two weeks after that, I'll go twice. And like just slowly implement these things, you know, we're trying to change a lifestyle. We're trying to change a lifestyle that is sustainable forever, not trying to see how ripped you can get in six weeks, you know what I mean? Or see how much fat you can lose in, you know, two weeks time and then throw it all off again. So just, yeah, just assess whether that is realistic for you. And that's the five questions. So we'll go through again and just wrap it up. So the first was what will losing weight bring to me in my life? So getting clear on your driver and your why, writing this down, you can look at it again throughout your periods of time as well and, you know, convince yourself that you've got to keep going. And then number two is my environment set up for success, which I think is a huge one, a really, really important one. How can I lean on my family, friends and relationships to support my goals? bringing in the people that you love onto your, you know, onto what you're trying to do and how they can help you and telling them how they can help you. Number four, have I got a solid plan for nutrition, exercise and tracking progress? See a professional and get a plan, you know, get one set out for you and and follow that. Or if you can't do that, then, you know, see if you can write your own, but have a plan installed for these three things. And number five, check if everything that you're doing for exercise and food is realistic and something that you can do for a long time. If it feels restrictive, if it feels like it's, you know, the hardest thing ever to do and to accomplish, then it's not something that is going to be able to support you through your journey. So start off on something that's way more realistic for you. Um, And yeah, take it as an education process and a learning process each time. Don't feel hard on yourself if you, you know, do something that's not on your plan or if you miss a training session or something like that, you just stick to it and say, this is a life journey. This is a new lifestyle. This isn't a six-week challenge or a six-week plan that I'm just going to be, you know, trying to get to a certain goal and that's it. It's a matter of implementing the habits that last a lifetime. Thanks for listening to the Heal My Health podcast. If you don't already, go and follow me on Instagram at Heal My Health. Send me any topics that you want to listen into and I'll make sure I get to them. And if you do want to work with me, I do take clients and I do treatment plans and meal plans. And you can ask me anything about that over at info at healmyhealth.com.au or on my Instagram, on my Facebook, wherever you want to chat. Thanks very much and talk to you next week.